Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There we go. Oh, that's a bit wobbly, isn't it? Hello all, and welcome to Sunday Q&A, which today comes from the garden. Because spring is in the air, it is uh, nearly March, it's getting warmer. I've just gone round and cut all the roses back and cut all the lavender back and all that kind of stuff you're supposed to do. I'm now into growing seeds. The things that if I'd have told my 21-year-old self I would have done, I would have laughed at me. I'm now doing. That's the joys of getting old, isn't it? So, what we got today then? Uh, right, firstly from Gilla Eugene, he says, Pete, any news about when you're going to make the video with the CX? Um, and can I ask about the IR35 law, which will change from the 6th of April 2021 to comply with the IR35? You've got just to do with um, wording and uh, HR, MRC contracts and all that kind of stuff. The CX got back to me and they said, you know, because I did say, do it, don't do it, it's up to you. And in fairness, it just would have been an afternoon out of my time when I could have been driving the truck and making money. And they said, we've elected not to do it. So I've got all your questions and I don't know how I'm going to go about it. I'm either going to do a video just reading out the questions and we'll answer them between ourselves or I might go and have a, a chat over at Ben at HBC because he's kind of um, miracle on these kind of things but um, one way or another I've kept them all and I will get it out there so um, right so videos this week I did one on the bonus and the in-betweener job uh, Mark Harris says thanks very much for your advice it's good to listen to someone who genuinely wants to help others for a change taking everything on board thanks for the visit mate my pleasure um <laughs> Charles Wunish says, bonus job? Give me the first job. <laughs> and Longfinger says, any backload would be nice. It's true, gentlemen, it has been tough. And I've said this all the way through January, February. January is tough and February are tough anyway. And then we've got lockdown to deal with, so it's double tough. I've had a few people phone me. One guy run me last week and he said, what's the exchange like? Is it any good at the moment? And I went, any good? No. No, it's not. It's no good in January and February anyway. And now we're in February and it's lockdown. But, I mean, I'm still surviving. I'm still doing it. The trucks tend to get at least one job a day. Normally we get two. But that is Gemma looking at that screen all day long. Checking, checking, checking. I've done okay. I've had my early morning jobs, my two o'clock starts, my five or quarter past three starts. I was dead lucky on Monday. I Basically, I got um, Milton Keynes to Ellesmere Port and then... Um, Ormskirk down to Hounslow. I mean, that never happens. I was just very, very lucky. I did the uh, return load. Met the geezer. Nice guy. Lovely guy. Met him on site. But it's tough. It is tough. And I won't say any other. I mean, I'm still surviving. I'm still doing it. But I'm, I'm lucky. I'm in the right area. I've been cool with the lorries. You know, if anyone thinks, here we go. You launching the past videos. Bear in mind, guys, that was, you know, the good old days. And hopefully they'll come back again. They're talking about getting everything back to normal by the summer. And I'm, we keep saying this, it's, it's fingers crossed that when it reopens, the shops are going to need the clothes, the, the, the pubs are going to need the booze. It's got to come from somewhere and it might go ballistic. It can go three ways. It'll either go ballistic or it'll go back to normal or it'll stay like it is now. I don't know. I just I have to take each day as it comes. But fingers crossed, I mean, we could use a bit of luck, couldn't we, couldn't we uh, ladies and gentlemen? So that was on that one. More came in, actually, on the LEZ. 
because the rules of the LEZ have changed now um, from the 1st of March, which is tomorrow. Um, if you want, and bear in mind, if you're in a van, you, if you're in a three and a half ton, you're fine. Unless it's a skip truck or unless it's a removal van or unless it's a horse box. You know, it's like little van, big back. Um, but not you guys are still, still all right. You don't really have to worry until October 2021. But if you're in, if you're like, so if you're in a mini bus or in a five ton or coaches over five ton or if you're in anything over seven and a half ton, the rules have changed. Whereas before, as long as you was Euro 4, you could go anywhere um, except for the ULEZ, which is the um, the central bit, you know, the, the, the Red, Red Sea. Um, now, if you want to go inside the, the A406, which is the north-south circular road, if you're in a seven and a half ton, you need to be Euro 6. And if you're in over 12 ton, or I think it might be 12 ton and over, you need to be not only Euro 6, but you also need to have DVS, which is cameras. So bear it in mind, guys. <laughs> Lee Allen says, oh, well, another reason to avoid London. You're not wrong. Running in London is not fun at the, at the best of times. You know, I mean, Hounslow's all right. You know, Hounslow, Southall, Slough, they're all right. But once you start getting inside that North Circular, everything slows down. It's a nightmare. Um, Godzilla says, nice one, Pete. No, it's coming. It wasn't sure when. It's my pleasure, mate. That's why we're all here. Help each other out. Yorkshireman's Daily Grind. He said, I was in Greenford this morning and I was thinking to myself, I haven't heard about the ULEZ and I'm glad I'll check out the government website. In Greenford, you're safe because Greenford is outside the 406. It's only when you hit Hangar Lane Roundabout. If you try and go inside of that, that's when you're in trouble. And bear in mind, if you're under three and a half tonne or you're in a van, a Luton van, you're fine. Long wheelbase, you're fine. You don't have to panic until October. It's just muggings here in the lorry. He's got to worry about it, like, you know. So, uh, Steve at STC Services, he said, he, this is a bit, of a, yeah, a bit of a shocker, guys. He said, I bought a Transit Euro 6, um, always tried to avoid London, went in the other sea, um, he said, he said I had to pay. He looked in the manufacturer's um, um, logbook, and for some reason, it's not Euro 6. And he went, well, hang on a second, it's the plate and everything, it should be Euro 6. He said, he said, um, the logbook is not approved. I have to get a letter from the manufacturer. He said, that ain't going to happen. So if anyone's got come across this problem before and have got anything that you know, could advise old um, Steve on that, anyone else had that kind of problem, thought they bought a Euro 6 and then found out they didn't, I would be seriously peeved if, if I had to spend that extra money, and it is quite a lot of extra money, the difference on the lorry between a Euro 5 and Euro 6 is practically double. You know, 5 grand for Euro 5, 10 grand for Euro 6. Um... Yeah, I would be seriously peeved if I'd done that kind of dough to get the engine, to get me into London to find out I couldn't go into London. So if anyone could shed, shed some light on that, it would be appreciated. TC says, um, yeah, another hit in the pocket for the working class. Um, and you've run by the weekend. It's run by the yeah, It's despicable. And also my mate Dave turned around with this one as well, which is uh, David Winter. He says, oh, yeah, because I said, because I used to, I've, I've been back in the day when I was running my seven and a half time. This is 20 years ago into the Elephant, into um, Camden, into Islington, and one day I got a letter. And it goes, you, you know, you've gone in in this vehicle and you haven't changed your particulate filter because you have to change the filter every six months. Um, you know, if you don't change it, you, um, you're going to have to pay a fine. And I rang him and I said, right, you told me I went in on the 22nd of August. Yeah, I also went in for every other day during August, September, October, January, February, March, April, you've only just clocked me once. And I thought, but he's, Dave says, he says, don't be fooled, the cameras are there. More economic cleans cleansing in the name of ecology. 
yeah, well, it does make you wonder, doesn't it? The thing that gets me is the fact that you say you've got to be Euro 6 because of the emissions. But what's the difference between Euro 5 and Euro 6 in emissions anyway? And as far as I can work out, the ad blue doesn't kick in until you're doing 25, 30 miles an hour anyway, and London is 20. So how does it work? I'm sure it does. I'm sure you know. We'll get electric cars and teleports and robots, like in my lifetime. But um, I do wonder how much of it is genuinely down to trying to keep the emissions down and how much of it is trying to get you to buy a new truck. Don't know. Um, C11 Yan, and this I think is a fair point actually, he says, use it to your advantage. If you're based in Greater London, buy some decent late Euro 6 vans or Euro 6 lorries and then charge charge higher but charge fairly. I mean, when I did the interview with Ben, uh, HBC, um, he said what you want to do is you want to get four silver. Because this is a big dilemma I've got. I've now got my test book for May. Now, when I get my test book for May, what do I do? Do I buy a Euro 6 18 tonne? But then there's a lot of places you can't go into London in an 18 tonne because they're seven and a half tonne zones. So... Um, going there, or do I buy a cheap 18 tonne and avoid London altogether um, or do I buy um, a 7.5 tonne, get some DVS fitted on it, which is the equivalent of getting 4 silver, so if you've got 4 silver, if you're moving 8 pallets from Milton Keynes into Camden it's 350 quid that's the going rate, because so few people can do it um, but then if I'm going to do that, what's the point of me doing the 18 tonne test, because I could do that now and of course, I'd need to shell out all that money on that new vehicle. So I don't know where to go. I really don't. I think I'm hankering towards do the 18 ton test, get a nice 18 ton with a nice solid sleeper bed, nice big motor, and just not run London. Just take that grief away, let somebody else do it. But we, I might, that doesn't mean that we might not still get one on the fleet. I don't know. We'll think about that one. Um, see, let me get good advice, I think. Matt Hodges. He said he did his CPC, oh, it's interesting, this year. he did his CPC module the other day, and it's all about reducing the number of operators in London. He said at one street had 52 different waste companies working this street, they reduced it to two. And this is interesting, I like this. They're also talking about load consolidation centres around the M25, which would be brilliant. Because the biggest problem I've got at the moment is, say, for example, I got Ellesmere Port to, uh, Milton Keynes to Ellesmere Port, and then Ormskirk to Camden picked up worth a lot of money, it's a long distance, but no one's going to want to pay the extra quid to turn me into the zone. But if there was a point where you could go, well, what I can do, actually, there's a drop-off centre at Scratchwood, I'll quote you to drop it off at Scratchwood, then all you've got to do is get someone to pick it up from Scratchwood and take it in the extra 10 miles. That could be the way forward, but um, we'll have to watch this space on that one again, isn't it, really? Um, Lee, Lee Westcott says, do you pay the charges before you go in or after, or is it prepay? Pay after. You normally have to pay that day, or I think... I'm not sure, with the zone, you can pay up to like 10.30 or midnight the following day. Because if you prepay the charge to go in, and bear in mind it is only on trucks at the moment, you have to pay to go into the ULEZ, it's vans as well, but um, unless you're Euro 6. Um, but if you're going into um, the LEZ, which is the, 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 big of it, the bigger circle, you don't have to worry. But yeah, pay that day, because otherwise, if you pay the, you pay the charge to go in, and for me it's 100 quid, uh, and then the, the, the 10 minutes later, the guy says, oh, sorry, that job's cancelled. You can't get your money back. You can't ring him up and say, I've just paid the charge. I'm not going in the zone. I don't need it now. That's you done, mate. See you later, baked potato. So um, pay after. Um, and also, you can sometimes set it up on um, auto pay. I know you can set the ULEZ up on auto pay. I don't think you can set the LEZ up on auto pay because that would be great if you could because then you couldn't get done. 
I don't know if you know that. I don't think you can. Um, Paul Davis. This is why I leave London to Londoners. There's nothing wrong with running in London except they just don't want to pay you what it's worth. They'll go, you go, okay, well, I need, you know, I need to move. We need you to move um, six pallets uh, from Islington to Southall. And you want to quote them like 200 quid. 200 quid? 200 quid what? It's only six miles. Yeah, six miles takes two hours. And I can't park anywhere to pick it up, and I can't park anywhere to drop it off. And there's a red route here, and that road's closed, and oh no, I'm in a box junction, and oh look, I've got, I've got a fine. Yeah, like I say, it's not a bad idea. Just don't get involved. Let, 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 let that mob do it. Dave, Dave the Crisps. He can go and run out in his taxi. You <laughs> leave it to the back of the professionals. So, oh, we've also got a few other bits on here. Um, Adam Luther said, he's, oh, there was that thing about tacos that are going on through two and a half to three and a half tonne vehicles. He said, I think it's only if you're crossing borders into Europe. There's nothing coming out at the moment, so it might just be scaremongering. We'll just have to wait and see on that score. And Life in Yorkshire said, so are you in Arctics then? Do you have an operator's licence or do you use a company? We're not in Arctics. I'm in a seven and a half tonne, and, and Harry and Barry, as I noticed the other day, it's Baz, we call him Baz. Uh, Harry and Barry are running the 18 tonnes, and a sterling job they're doing too. If you're watching, gentlemen, thanks very much. Very pleased to have you on the firm. Uh, Hong Kong Fui says... Oh, we're on miscellaneous now, by the way. We want the miscellaneous questions. Is there a tramping map of the locations you can keep within sprint insistence with WC if you get caught short? Uh, the, the, the few responses did come underneath that, so please do check it out. What I find is very useful regarding toilets, um, not so much with a tramping. Um, with a tramping, I find that bottles work very well. Um, for me, it's one in the front, one in the back. It's good when you get past 50, you don't walk past the loop. Um, as for the other one, Motorway service stations are brilliant because obviously they've got the facilities around town. Um, shopping centres. It's not shopping centres, supermarkets. Tesco, Sainsbury's, Audi's, Morrison's, Lidl's. There's normally one not too far away. They've normally got very big car parks. You, they often don't have height restrictions in, so you can get the motor in, or if not, you can maybe leave it quite, 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 quite close by. While you're in there, pick up a sandwich or something. You know, sort of toilets for customers use only. Lovely. I'd like this sachet of tartar sauce, please. Five pence, beep. Thanks very much. Um, Paul Davis. He said, I've moved the bulkhead back one pallet. Because um, he said, I very rarely had a four pallet load. He said, in three years. Um, and when he was, he was, over, he was overweight anyway. He said, I haven't missed a space. And I've got myself a nice sleeping thing there. So we did the one on the tramping vans, didn't we, really? So... Um, that was out there as well. Uh, Lee Allen said he hasn't watched Monday. He's, um, he said, current on eBay, there's 19 plate Peugeot, really long wheelbase van with fold down bed um, and a 67 long wheelbase sprinter with a proper sleeping cab on the truck. So they are out there. He says, um, you lose no pallet space and more comfy with a bar. Um, he also said, modern transits, apparently, this is because I, I, I always say, sprinters, crafters, transits, everything else. <laughs> But, according to Lee Allen, and I haven't driven a Transit for a long time, he says the new model Transits are awful. He's hearing stories about flywheels and leaks, poor build quality. The old ones are superb. They should just keep building them in Southampton. Should have kept building them in Luton. Luton vans should be built in Luton. <laughs> Clues in the name. <laughs> give us, give, give my, 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 my town some jobs. There you go. But, uh, yeah, no, I've, I mean, Transits are workhorses. Um, parts are available. As for the new ones, I don't know. I'm currently in a DAF. So a guy did ask me, can I do one on van reliability? And I'd like to, but I can't do videos about things I don't know anything about. I know that the Sprinter was lovely because I, I, I just drove Sprinters. But um, 
I think, and also it can be luck of the draw to a, a certain extent. Try to get one, just try and get the best you can. Uh, Dennis White, he said he drove a Renault Master for four years. Um, he said it was like really uncomfortable. He said the seat position was not for tall people. And I found that some of them Citroëns, there's no space at all in the front. That's a big issue for me. That was another reason I love the Sprinter. It's just so much room. Um, he said, having said that, what a great engine. So, luck of the draw again, really, I suppose. Um, Steve Campbell said, thanks for giving Business Choice a direct mention. We use them. I, I recommend them. If you do sign up for Business Choice Direct, please mention my name. They give me a kickback. I'll tell you that straight. Um, but we do use them. He's getting crazy money. I know he's had a, a, a bit of an unlucky past, shall we say. Um, and he, he said, oh, I'm getting quotes of 22, 22K a year. I'm hoping you don't mean 22,000. I'm hoping you mean 2,200 and forgot the point. Because I don't know that. Is, I, I don't know what you'd have to do to get that kind of insurance. But um, yeah, give them a ring. Hopefully they'll work out for you. Try everybody. If they do work out, brilliant. If they don't, you know, well done you for finding someone better. Uh, Mark Lucklin said, I found prices have dropped so much this year. He's off to do something different. As I said at the beginning, is this a good time to join the CX? No. It's tough. It's always tough at the beginning of the year anyway, and we're in lockdown. Having said that, I also speak to people and I go, what else are you doing at the moment? They go, nothing. I go, well, if you're doing nothing, <laughs> you know, something's better than nothing. It might not be a lot, and you might get yourself set up so when things do pick up, you're all ready to go. So if things do go mad, you're going to be on top of it. And I don't know what's, what the future holds. I genuinely don't, right? You know, so uh, I, just, I just wish us all luck, that's all. Um, domain name, guys. That's oh, a technical question, this. Um... How do you add a link in YouTube video to another video? What you do, um, I don't know if you can do it. I think you have to be over a thousand subscribers and then you can kind of join the YouTube program. But I don't know if you have to do that or not. But what, what I do is I go to YouTube Studio and then on YouTube Studio you can edit your videos and there's like a little pencil and you click on edit and then it will ask you if you, you go to a thing called cards which are the white things that flash up at the top and then you can click on cards and it will ask you at certain points in the video you can click on a little card and you can either add you can link to your own videos you can link to other people's videos and you can also link to an approved website if you've got one which I've got one I've got the Peter Courier Driver website um, where there's a load of information about insurance companies and fuel cards and that circuit app which is blinding um I don't know if you can do it if you're over. So I'm, I'm not sure about that, but I mean, I've got over a thousand subscribers, and then you you monetize, you monetize your channel. Hence the reason you guys now have to watch adverts, and I actually do get a little bit of dough for um, making these videos. So it's kind of a symbiotic relationship in that respect, I suppose. But yeah, that's what you do. Um, like I say, I don't know what position you're in. If you can become, uh, well, they call it a YouTube something. You've got to be a something. Can't remember what it is. Uh, it was a little while ago now. <laughs> Bags under the eyes. I've been doing these videos a while. Um, Christopher Smith. He's this, this is Chris from CPS Couriers, running in the Luton van. Um, he just says thank you. Oh right, that was a question. He's, he's thinking of getting his van converted to a curtain side, um, as there seems to be a lot more curtain side jobs. I would recommend it. I think you'll get your money back. Do we, does anybody know anyone who does curtain side conversions? And if so, how much are they? Because as far as I can work out, you can pay anything from 800 to and a half grand. And all they do is they, they strengthen the corners and put a bit of the tarpaulin on. 
that's obviously me oversimplifying things you know like how to play the flute blow in one end move your fingers up and down the middle brilliant um, but yeah if anyone knows any side conversions I'm not even sure what area you're based in mate you didn't put it in there but um, what's that song I don't know um, yeah any, anything really past mid 90s I'm a bit, bit sketchy on um, yeah, so yeah, if anyone could uh, help Chris out, that would be brilliant. Uh, Jason Burke coming onto the vans again. You know, I said sprinters, crafters, transit, everything else. He said Citroen Railer, relays, Peugeot boxers, Fiat Ducato vans. Definitely test driving first. Um, he said I drove one for eight months and found them uncomfortable, not enough room, difficult to get into. I found that with a lot of them vans. Yeah, they don't seem to have the space in the cab. I think that's the biggest thing I've got against them. There's not even a lot of room in the front of a transit. You know, they're a little bit like, okay, well, here's my knees and there's a the dashboard. You know, not brilliant. Um, cheaply manufactured, which means cheap parts, which is not useful because we need them to run all the time. I kind of tend to agree with them. They're cheaper for a reason. But they're having said that, a new Merc can be 35k. Who's got 35k to spend on a van? Running on the Curie Exchange? Uh, Fred Willoughby says, what is considered a small van? Interesting question, uh, Freddie. Um, a small van isn't actually a van kind of is it's basically a car but with the backs the back windows the bits of metal and it's got a bulkhead <laughs> but the small van is the kind of thing that they, if you're going to deliver an envelope small van jobs are envelope shoe box two little tiny boxes oh it's a general rule of thumb and it's not perfect but a general rule of thumb is um Short wheelbase, one pallet. Medium wheelbase, two pallets. Long wheelbase, three pallets. Extra long wheelbase, four pallets. Luton van, five pallets. Six if you're lucky. Luton van, curtain side, six pallets because you can get them in from the side. Small van, metal car. <laughs> so that's it. But you can't really run in the car. The difficulty is to get the right insurance to run on the exchange because you have to have goods in transit insurance. And say, for example, your car, the engine blows up and then the documents go up in flames and the documents were worth a fortune. You're not properly covered, so it, you, you do die to need a van, but it's a car-sized van. It's not really a van van. So, Craig Clark, he says, um, I'll back on the small van thing again. He says, hey, Pete, are any small van drivers on the CX that might be able to help me answer my question? <coughs> wonder if there are any benefits of buying a Peugeot partner over a Bipper. Don't know. <laughs> Anybody knows who anyone can help Craig out. The advantages of buying a partner over a Bipper... Like I say, Luton Curtin with a tail lift. But you do you. <coughs> right. Um, and finally, in conclusion, I did one on boots a little while ago. Uh, Timothy Graham says, nice rigger boots. Oh, always thought I would buy a pair, but not sure. If you're getting rid of them, let me know. They became my gardening boots, Thomas, though. Um, now, and funny enough, we're out in the garden now, because so, they're kind of like, well, it's with steel toe caps, which is very handy, because uh, they're very often honourable if you've got to go in out of the house and you don't know what mug in. <coughs> and if you happen to accidentally drop the chainsaw on your feet, then um, at least you've got a bit of protection. So that's it. It's only Kim and I for another week, sitting in the sunshine. Nice to get up at half past six in the morning and not be dark. <coughs> nice if you've got to scrape the, the um, ice off your car, it suddenly goes like that. Not, I'm feeling like you know, basic instinct. And um, sun's coming out and lockdown's easing. Please, God, let's hope it gets better, guys. Let's hope we take care and take money. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. 
Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.